as we prepare our minds uh, to partake of communion, uh, I want to thank Nathan for the time he spent with me this week. Uh, even if he'll tell you it was no big deal, but in selecting some of the slides we're going to look at. And you may have noticed he's author, uh, temporarily authorized me to use the remote. <laughs> that is truly a step of faith. Uh, I hope I don't bring your presentation to shambles <laughs> because of it. I'd like to share some thoughts with you that have been in my mind for a, about two months since I read an article. And I'd like to begin by reading uh, just a verse in First John, I mean in John ch- chapter 1, it's speaking of Jesus. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. When you think of Jesus, do you, uh, do you really think of him being co-creator of all things or maybe just some small things? This says that he was there at the beginning when all things were created. What you're looking at here is spiral galaxy M74. Do you think about Jesus when you see that? Whirlpool Galaxy and the Companion. How about that one? The Sombrero Galaxy. Let's go to another. Galaxies are pretty impressive. In the information that I've reviewed over the last couple of weeks, there are between 100 and 200 billion galaxies, each of which has hundreds of billions of stars. Let's talk about how small this particular galaxy is. If you were to travel at the speed of light, which of course is 186 miles per second, that equals 700 million miles an hour, you could traverse this thing in just 100,000 years. This one perhaps should be a little bit familiar to you because The article that I read was about a retiring astrophysicist named Noby Stone. And it was kind of a neat interview talking about his life and what he experienced as a NASA scientist. And one of the things he said in there that their long-term goal really was to see if there were life, life on other planets out in space. Most people think of NASA as strictly being, you know, landing men on the moon and things of that nature, the International Space Station. And that was certainly true for a while in the 60s. But the long-term goal was to see if there was life on other planets. In one little sentence in, in that whole interview, he said this, the most outstanding find in four decades of space exploration is the very special nature of Earth. Another quote said, uh, not from that one, uh, article, but I'm, 
we have observed what we have observed leads us to believe that there is no other planet like Earth. The galaxy on the screen now has between two and four hundred billion stars. One of those stars in one of the lower sections there is our star. It's our sun. The earth revolves around that. You certainly can't see it. You can't see it by looking out your window. But of course we know it takes 365 days to go around it. Actually, it takes 365 days, 49 minutes, 9.54 seconds. The journey is millions and millions of miles. And yet that time is accurate within a thousandth of a second. When you think about each new day and where the earth is in the solar system, do you think about Jesus? But what really makes earth different is so many other things. It's not just where we are in, in the solar system. It's the, the temperature, the, the, uh, the atmosphere, the, the air we breathe, the percentage of, of uh, air, of oxygen that's in the atmosphere. Uh, they look for water on other planets because they know life cannot be sustained without water. The earth has 71%, is 71% covered with water. But what really makes the earth different and unique. Life. Now I'm not talking about the weed growing in some water. We're talking about human life. Intelligent life. When you see pictures like this, do you think of Jesus? Just as the earth is unique in all the universe, Jesus is unique in the history of mankind. I wondered how many people are actually living now. And the scientist's best guess is 7.1 billion. And they say it's only a guess because early on the records weren't kept. It was, it was hard to determine. But this is a best guess. 7.1 billion. And I wondered how many people have ever lived. The answer, about 108 billion. And I like to think of it as 108 billion plus one. Because Jesus lived, and just as the earth is unique, he was unique in all those 108 billion people that ever lived. So how does one get from co-creating this to this? Scriptures tell us. 
Although he existed in the form of God, he did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. Being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient, by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. For this reason also God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, and those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The one, the only. To close, I'd like to share some words from a songwriter. He wrote this. Who, tell me who, lights the stars at night? Who, tell me who, makes the sun so bright? Who, tell me who, guides the moon in flight? Nobody but my Lord. Who, tell me who, hung the world in space? Who, tell me who, put the heavens in place? Who, tell me who, made the human race? Nobody but my Lord. Yes, he made the world, he made the sea and land, fastened them together with his mighty hand. Under his control they move at his command. Who, tell me who, saved my sin-sick soul? Who, tell me who, died to make me whole? Who, tell me who, suffered in my place? Who, tell me who, will all my sins erase? Nobody but my Lord. We gather at this table every first day of the week to celebrate our Lord and what he did for us, those of us in this room, on Calvary's cross so many years ago.